Hi, everyone, and welcome back to For the Record Review. In this episode, I'm joined by my wife. That's me. And today we're talking about live music. So <laughs> sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. It's your boy, the Plum King. How's everybody doing tonight? You're not going to explain the Plum King? What? Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> it's your boy, and I'm in the studio, and hopefully the audio is good for you tonight. I am now the Plum King. No explanations. Welcome oh, my to- God. What he's trying to say is that we couldn't find the little music that goes in between the last bit and this bit. So he chose a new one that he liked, and it's called Plum King. Did you feel that breeze? Yeah. That breeze is really good. We're huh? in the new studio again with the windows open. It's mm-hmm. nighttime. It's very nice. Mm. So welcome back to For the Record Review, everyone. All you faithful recorders out there. How you doing, Jen? I'm all right. Yeah? How's the summer treating you? It's weird. It's weird. Why is it weird for you? Um, I feel like I don't have a routine... I feel like, well, we're in a new house, a new city, so that's already disorienting. And then all of a sudden, I just don't have a job. Well, you and do. no routine, and it's just you have odd. a job, but you don't go to it every day. Right. I mean, we have we're teachers. We're still teachers. We have our jobs, but it's summer break. I don't have a job to go to. I wonder if this is what like all like teachers go through like their first summer like oh i don't have to work every day probably i mean it's it's a big change it's pretty weird i like for me i i I think this the summer is depending on like what time of day you ask me it could be good or bad yeah i could be like "Eh, i wish i could there's some days where i'm definitely like i could start school right now because i got nothing to do i never feel like that you never want to start school? I miss my old students. I mm. miss my old school. That was I don't, my next question. I don't want to start school because I'm nervous about going to a new school with new kids. Mm. And it will never be the same. It will never it's be just the same. weird. Yeah. I, I'm eager to say, like I said in the last episode, I'm dying to just say, Rancho High School, how are we doing tonight? That will never change for me. To go to the next school and say, Lodestar Upper Charter School, how are we doing tonight? <laughs> Doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound right. But it's okay. Um, it'll just always be like that. Yeah, I'll see random things throughout the day, whether I'm like scrolling on my phone or we're driving around or something. And I'll think of specific students that I'm like, oh, I wish I could tell them about that I saw this. I don't think of specific students. I think of like, just the just like the routine of things that we had going on mm. i do miss it like they knew what to expect like oh mister what are we doing today and I, you know they'd be like oh we're taking notes oh my gosh we're taking notes today <laughs> oh little did they know i poured my heart and soul into that lecture but anyways you know it's just like those things um that like routine that you set like i did i was talking about the this stuff for the for my credential like oh one of the important things was talk about consistency in the classroom and like doing this mm-hmm. similar things every time like we're having a routine yeah classroom management stuff and, and i was saying like you know i had this this when this um one of my students passed away i felt like one of the things that kept the class like going and making everything okay was when i played cnn 10 because that was something that i did every every time i had the the principal in, the counselors in, you know, to counsel everyone and all that stuff. But, like, those are people that you don't see on a day-to-day basis. What's going to help is, like, you know. The consistent teacher with yeah. the consistent routine of starting the day with watching CNN 10 and Carl having Zeus. some sense of normal. Normalcy. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, let's talk about uh, something not so somber. So we went to a concert. That's We've what we're talking about. We've gone to lots. We've gone to lots. Um, but in this episode, we're talking about live music, live performances. 
Um, just recently, we went to a concert for the first time in California as new residents age 20 and up. Right? No. Yeah. I don't understand your categorization. My categorization. We, we went. We go to a lot of California concerts, specifically San Francisco and stuff, but we went to our first one as new California residents. Age 20 and up. Right, because before when we were California residents, we were in high school and lower. Yeah. Right. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, you just said it weird. Yeah. So anyways, the show that we saw was actually 10 minutes from our home um, at the Concord Pavilion. We saw AJR with the OK Orchestra Tour. And this was our second time seeing AJR. Um, how was it for you? What would you think? It was really different than the first time. Mm, speak on that. So the first time we saw them in San Francisco in the city at Bill Graham. Bill Graham, which is next to is that the Capitol building? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's there's like this big plaza in the front with a the Capitol building and then the theater and a park for the kids and grass and stuff and it was so really nice. Like the in the heart of the city and it was beautiful and we were so excited. That was the first concert that you and I went together that started our like tradition of going to concerts as yeah. an outing for the two of us to get away from our kids and have a moment for just you and me. Yeah. So that concert was super special. Yeah. And then we got in and like apart from our personal experience, that concert was like very theatrical, very nice. It was a small stage. It was most it was all general admission. For the record, I had never seen a show like that that specific one have you yeah. have you seen a show that was like like that no it was like the okay so they did this this time and the first time we saw them they used the screen behind them on the stage to be very interactive with their performance so you have like the digital aspect behind them and then the, the way that they perform it i don't know um but anyways the way if they you know it, you know I guess. Yeah, it's kind of it, one of those things. It's hard, really hard to explain, but if you look up a performance, it might give you a general idea. But again, that would be so different than if you saw them in person. But then seeing them now, there was, what, three times the amount of people in the audience? Yeah. So the first time we saw them, Bill Graham was about four. The venue is 4,000 people. The mm -hmm. Concord Pavilion is an outdoor venue, and that venue is 12,000 people. Yeah. And, for and it was a sold-out show to this both venue, times. It's outdoors. Um just on there's these like rolling hills covered in like grass like brown grass it's not even like nice green grass it's just we're in a drought yeah <laughs> we've been in a drought for like 15 years so um it's really pretty and it was nice to watch the sunset from up there behind the stage and stuff um but really different experience from like a really small intimate place in the heart of san francisco right like I think this time, and this is something that I had said, the show is geared, wasn't designed to be in a big stadium. I don't think it was right. created. I think it was created to be in a small, intimate setting, like a 4,000 people, even though that's not really small, intimate. But like, you can't if you can't see the screen behind them, because we were all the way in the back. Yeah, because we like to just relax and have a good time. I don't want to be... Well, I mean, if we could have been jammed up in the front at this venue, I would have to actually see the stuff. But, you yeah. know, usually at concerts, you and I like to... We have, two, we have two positions we do. We're either up in the pit in the front, like fully committed, or we hang out in the back back and just do our own thing and enjoy it for what it is. And we had done that for the first time we saw them. Right? We stood in the back. Yeah, I mean, it was small. We were on the floor and we hung out in the back, but it was... There was nowhere to go that you couldn't see them. It was so close. Everywhere you were in that venue was close. Yeah. And anywhere. And in the Concord Pavilion, it's outside. By the way, I'm going to just say, I don't, I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan because you can't yeah. see it from all angles. And it's huge and it's cold sometimes. Yeah, it got really chilly. It got cold. But I mean, it's, it was, it was good. It was, it was good, but I'm it wasn't. I'm sure that, that location is cool for certain things. Like yeah. they did that comedy thing there last weekend or something yeah right with with 
Oh, our dog is freaking out. Hold on, there's fireworks outside, and our dog is getting really afraid. Oh, oh, oh. We're going to have a... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is... This is live and in studio. I don't have a plan for this. I didn't. So, anyways, anyone who does fireworks, we hate you. I'm just kidding, but we don't hate you. But it does. Just consider that dogs get really afraid. Like she is sitting on our lap right. She's a German Shepherd. She's, you know, rough and tough dog. She's not some tiny dog, but she's on our, sitting on our lap, shaking with her tail between her legs, thinking that the world is going to end, looking yeah. like it's World War Three. It's really sad. I know. The 4th of July wasn't too bad. No, it wasn't. This is our first 4th of July in our new neighborhood. And it wasn't as bad as Vegas. Vegas fireworks go crazy. Yeah. It's a whole 10 days of fireworks every night. Right. Ten. Yeah, it's just continuous. just on and on and on and on and on. In this neighborhood, it was like maybe an hour's worth of fireworks. Yeah, I would say maybe 8 to 10 on 4th of July. But even then, it wasn't everyone in the neighborhood. It was maybe two households and then the big one that the city puts on. And I even forgot about these fireworks, to be honest. like Because I didn't even think about it as I was setting up this episode. That's that's yeah. how, just, just Usually like in Vegas, clue. we block out that whole week. We don't really do anything no. because we know every night she's going to be terrified and it's yeah. going to be loud. And, and it's not like, oh, your dog is scared. It's like, no, she's going to destroy the home. Yeah. She'll, she'll try to break out of windows. She'll try to sit on top of your head. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to scratch she, you because she's just so scared. She's just so scared. I mean, she's borderline trying to like get out of the studio right now, but she's doing all right. Um. So anyways... Overall, I thought the show was okay. It was good, but not amazing. You know, like the first time it was amazing. Like, wow. But this, yeah. it was good. It was just okay. Our expectations are probably high. They also planned this concert before, during, yeah. before COVID hit, I believe. Sold tickets. One of the first bands to sell tickets after things got close to normal-ish. But it was still right. like really transition, which I think is why they chose this outdoor venue thinking ahead of like oh well we don't want to just in case yeah we sell these tickets let's make sure the venues we choose are and they probably thought good. oh it's going to be summertime it's going to be hot concord's a hot place to live i guess it was so cold it was freezing. it was the coldest day like of the summer yeah it was hot for the for a couple days like like pretty hot it was like and 102. then all of a sudden it got really cold and gloomy that one day yeah just that day um they also had a bad opener oh he was horrible Let's but you know what him. i saw him. boy with uke we're boy coming with for you if you li- if you are a recorder and you listen to boy with uke you're not good i would i would you caution bu- with saying my that tongue? because i saw Okay, so I'm the kind of person I don't have TikTok because it consumes my day. So I watch mm-hmm. reels, which are just Speak posts of TikToks. Like years later, you're seeing the stuff that people on TikTok saw already. Anyways, everyone's while go through there just to you know be caught up on the pop culture of today. And I saw this compilation, and boy, with Yuke was in it. And then in the comments, everyone was like, oh, "I saw boy with Yuke. He's my favorite. Oh my god." Oh. And I was like, wow, people really, and people were like, I would die to see him live. And I'm Ooh. like, I would, I would die to see, to see anyone him. else. I would die to see him living. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> that got so sad. No, okay. So you got to understand this venue is for 12,000 people. Yeah. And it's just one tiny And it's a boy, boy with a ukulele. With a tiny instrument on this massive stage with this massive. And you know what really got me? He goes, oh, Ha, uh, San Francisco, how we doing tonight? Yeah, it took him like a long time. He kept calling us San Francisco and everyone and, everyone oh, around us, because, oh, you know, we're all sitting he on... He said San Fran. He did. He said San Fran. Oh, if you're not oh from San gosh. Francisco, it's not... It's like, just like... Just never say it. It sounds lame. Everyone hates you for it. Um, have you noticed that everyone <clears throat> that is not from California calls California Cali? Cali and San Fran. That's so weird. No, it's... California and it's San Francisco. Yeah, if you're from here, you actually call it by its full or name. Or the city. If yeah, the city. If you live here, because that's the only that is our the city. Like, mm. if you live somewhere else, don't call it the city yeah. because that could mean any other city. But you know what I mean. 
But he was also, I believe he said he was 19. <laughs> so kidding. awkward age. Ako Taco. Really weird. And he just kept talking about his girlfriend that he met in high school, which I know you and I got together in high school and we talk about it a lot, but like we're married. We're nine years into being together. We got two kids. I mean, what else is there for us to talk about? But it was just him and his girlfriend. He was just writing, saying, oh, I learned how to play the ukulele for my girlfriend. And now I've been together for 421 days and three hours. Literally, that was a sentence. That clarif- came out of his like, mouth. To clarify, it was like 900 plus days. Just 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 to give him some credit. I don't think so. I think it was 900 something days. I don't know, but it was just really cringy that he it was it was pretty cringy. And he was just this little tiny boy and he doesn't show his face he wears a like a ski mask so it's this kid with a ski mask which is very a ripoff of tyler joseph from 21 pilots and marshmallow i feel like i feel like yeah. he's taking some elements from marshmallow which is fine to be inspired but i just didn't like the way it was done it just seemed very immature yeah agreed so anyways i'm talking a lot on this episode no, that's okay sorry. that's okay you know, the fans actually prefer you more wow. to me. Because uh, I'm great. They, they, they said, oh, a- anytime someone's like, hey, I really like your podcast, they always preface it with, your wife is so good on your podcast. Or they're like, I love jamming with Jen. Literally every time someone is mentioning I don't even podcast, know what my jamming with Jen is <laughs> until the second you say, all right, it's time for jamming with Jen. Literally every time someone's like, oh, time, or jamming with Jen is great. I'm like, yeah, what about my stuff? It's okay. It's a lecture. Anyways, <laughs> so Boy With Yuka's garbage. What's next? Okay, speaking on live shows, that's a perfect segue into our next category. So smooth. It's very smooth. And that category is, I'm going to be ranking my top five best performance experiences. Live shows. Are you expecting me to give my rank back? Um, no. Because you didn't prepare me. No, to, I like, didn't. Make a list. You can just do whatever you want. If you okay. off the like, okay, you have the full space to be like, I'm ready with my list right now. But if you don't want to, you could just just be like, wow, your as list is crazy. As long as the expectation isn't there, I'll go with what I'm feeling. No, if the expectation was there, I would have been like, hey, you got to prepare this. I usually don't even know the topic of what we're talking about until we sit down and you press record. And I I'm feel like, like oh, that's okay. the best format. You know, it's like a blind react. You know, This is how I teach, too. I walk in. Oh, I gosh. don't know. I what know exactly doing? what I'm doing. Okay, so top five best performances. All right. We're going to start with number five. Now, this is including openers. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is just live. Like, your set was dynamite. Of anyone that you have ever seen play live. Correct. Yes. Thank Whether you for that. Whether opening or headline. Yes. Your experience. Yes, my experience only. Now, I do want to say this. I grew up going to concerts. My mom produced shows for a Filipino man. <laughs> for a Filipino man named You make Gary it sound v. like some random person. Well, no, he's not random. He's like a pretty big deal in the Philippines. He's like, they described it as the Filipino Michael Jackson, <laughs> which now saying sounds funny, but it's true. So I grew up going to like shows. And like if it, people at the time were saying that, that's how they felt. Yeah. Which speaks on what what they felt about yeah. him. And I do like his music. I do. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's nostalgic. He's a good singer. And it's just, you know, some of it's in Tagalog, so I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> that's okay. Um, so I grew up going to concerts and being a part of the concert experience. Did you say who this was? It's Gary V. Oh, Gary okay. Valenciano. It's... The Michael Jackson of the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was already said. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so I grew up being a part of the concert experience. So I really do value the live show, the live performance. Um, so at number five, I have, of all my concerts experience, that was not a very good worded sentence. Mm-mm. Those are two fragments that you squished together and then you were going to give your answer. Of the concerts that I have been to, Seeing as I have been to of all of my life, taking into consideration, no, 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 this is how you're going to say this, please. Of all of my live music experiences, this is my number five, right? Tessa Violet. <laughs> <laughs> Tessa Violet did a really good job. You were there. Yeah, she was great. She was the opener for AJR the first time. I still listen to her daily. I'm I'm waiting for. We're actually going to see Tessa Violet in September. I know I'm so excited. You know we we could. She puts on a really good show. We could have seen Imagine Dragons. We still can, but that would mean Tessa Violet 
one weekend, Imagine Dragon the next weekend, and then 21 Pilots the next weekend, all in the same month. And then September. Panic at the Disco is the next month? November or something like mm. that. We're going to a lot of shows. We have... Let's see. Well, this is our... Like I said, like since a couple of years ago, this is kind of our, our, our hobby, thing. I guess, yeah. our thing that you and I do, just the two of us. Who are we seeing? We're seeing Tessa Violet. You We're just seeing, listed them. You're going to list them again? Seeing 21 Pilots, Panic at the Disco. There was one other person. Mm. I'll check the calendar, but you can keep going about... Uh... It's AWOL Nation. <gasps> That's right. Can't be forgotten. I could forget about them. I can't. Anyways, Tessa Violet puts on a great show. She was the opener for AJR. And let me just say, when the opener comes out, I want them to win me over. Yeah. She won me over. It's a girl playing the guitar, sort of, and just Sometimes. singing about things, about being bored. Yeah, but it was so interactive, too. Yeah, she was and like... And she was like, oh, this song isn't out yet. And it's like, oh, now I feel like I'm in on something, which I know some artists do, but the way she did it was like... She was like, this song isn't oh. out yet. And then once I started listening to her, which I still listen to her like to this day, it's, I can't, it's not out robot yeah i know that was my favorite one that she performed and i was like oh i'm gonna go find it and that is the one song that she performed that's never been released it was just one that she threw in there i know what a special what a gem number four and she had oh. um her drummer was a girl jess y yeah jess bowen yeah and we also became we I, both liked her yeah she's cool and it's always nice she's to the see drummer of the summer set and she's they've oh made it, like they came back Wow. Yeah. Somerset used to be a band. They disbanded. It was all the boys with the flippy bang hair. Mm -hmm. That's your era. Uh-huh. That's when I listened to them. I didn't know that they came back. They're back. Wow. Somerset. They just released something. Number four. I guess. Kendrick Lamar's opening act for Kanye West's Good Kid Mad City album release, accompanied by the Yeezus tour release. He was the opener. He played his whole album. It was phenomenal. My dad actually let me cut school for this this show. Shout out to my dad if you're listening. Were we dating at this time? Uh, or was it before? I think it was before. I think it was before too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the Yeezus tour. Mm -hmm. I lost that shirt. You remember that shirt? No. Oh. Rest in peace. Number five or number three. <laughs> number three, 21 Pilots the third time. The third time. So oh we, <laughs> we've seen 21 Pilots three times. It'll be a fourth in September. And I feel like we're just committed anytime they're doing something. Anytime they tour, we're going to see them. And if they do a second leg of the tour and we happen to have the funds and the time, we will, and the, you know, their show works for us, we'll go to that. Also. Yes. Now, the first time wasn't super great. We were barricade, though. I loved that show. It was you. Ha I just remember being really tired and having. And well, you, we waited like twelve hours in line outside, and, and you we, had to we pee. did the full experience. Oh, now, I'm not gonna do it again. And it was no, barricade, so uh, there's no need. Yeah, you're just you're just there, stuck there. You can't leave to you, go get yeah, any. You can't snacks or beverages. You know, you know. You're you're <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> or to use the restroom or anything. Yeah, you're just kind of stuck there. So the first time was just good. It was good. Being barricaded was good. Yeah, we saw Debbie Ryan hiding under oh, there. Yeah. We saw um, we saw Brendan Urie. Brendan Urie and his wife hiding down there. We saw yeah. Jim the dog. Yes. Which is Josh Dunn, the drummer's dog. We saw it all just under the stage. Um, yeah, we were like, yeah. we got to see backstage, like them like walk out and where their loved ones would go to watch the show. It was really cool. It was very cool. Second time, we were all the way up at the top. That was a good one. Yeah. That was a really good one. Third one was, was even better. It was this most recent one. I just like the set. The set is so good now. We're in the, the pit. In the pit. But in the back. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, and yeah. we met that mom. Yeah, with her daughter. And they were... she. The daughter was really excited. The daughter was... It was like a weirdo. No, she... Oh, my God. She was so cool. She was like this young high school girl. Yeah, but she was, like, in high school, she would be, like, classified as the weird kid, I guess. Oh, there's my dog. More fireworks. Um, But she would be, like, I guess the outcast weird kid. I don't know. 
I don't think so. Maybe. I think her mom painted her that way because her mom thought she was weird. Mm. Shout out I think to all, she was cool shout out kid. to all the moms out there. Y'all are doing a great work. In life. Yeah, the mom was like, I don't know why my daughter listens to this music, but I'm willing to listen and give it a try <laughs> with her. She's like down in the pit at the front. And so when they came out, she would turn around to us and be like, that was actually pretty good. I really liked that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, yeah. The, I mean, it was Inglewood, so... I think they lived there. Yeah, and then after that, we who they are, I guess. we gave up on being like in the middle. Yeah, it just got smushed and yeah, after a while, and you it's don't... like I wanna, I wanna dance. I wanna be in the back. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. The two of us usually go to the back, where there's more space, and we just dance and have our own space to have fun. Number two, AJR. From Bill Graham. That's the second best concert I've ever yeah, been to. Yeah, that was really that, good. After, okay, we I do want to say. crying. Once I walked out <laughs> of it, I was like, that was the best show I've ever been to. But then after I came out of this one, or when I was writing this podcast episode, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, that's not the best. This, th- it was, but it, it, it was, was just sentimental so for us, and it was also really well done. It was phenomenal. It was the greatest show that I've seen in a long time, I will say that. Yeah. And it hasn't been replaced. Um. Yeah. Honorable mention, Arrested Youth. Wait, did you say number one? No. Oh, okay. Honorable mention, Arrested Youth set opening for 21 Pilots the third time. I guess. Very specific. Well, they did good. I would have forgotten it if you did not still listen to their music. Their music is pretty good. Yeah, when you play it, it's nice, but I personally would have forgotten them. They didn't win me over. That's why it's an honorable mention. Okay, imagine. Okay, I'm gonna. We're gonna get to our top five worst performances in a second. Mm-hmm. But out of all of our openers, we've had some pretty bad ones. Yeah, they. Boy with you might take the worst. Hey, hey, hey! Don't steal <laughs> my thunder for the next oh, segment. Oh, sorry. Okay, number one, Kanye West Yeezus tour to this day, greatest show I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life. I can't. If you know, you know. But I won't say too much on that. We're gonna go to a break right now. And then, and then come back with more honorable and then mentions we'll, at number one. Well, no, I just said. The, did you not hear me? No, <laughs> I just said Yeezus tour. Kanye oh, that was West. number one. Yeah, that was number one. You had one random honorable mention in your list, and then said number one. Yeah, that's so confusing. Well, it's number one. <sighs> to the break. To the break we go. <laughs> and we're back. Now we're gonna do top five worst performances. Number five, <laughs> Ariana Grande. Good show, bad crowd. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> all the girls wanted to take pictures and look cute and be fancy, but no one wanted to dance. It was lame. Number four, G Easy. Now you weren't there. <laughs> I bought you the tickets to that one. Speak on that. <laughs> No, we'll skip that. Um, number three. It was in high school. I bought you the tickets mm-hmm. for you and your he best friend He was the opener for Kid Cudi. You skipped school and went with your best friend to a concert. No, that one I didn't skip school. Yeah, you did. Really? Yes. I texted you all day saying, how is it going? And you're like still waiting in line outside. Wow. I remember. My dad must have just been like, yeah, go see the show. That's crazy. Yeah. You and CeeLo went, just the two of you. Wasn't it in Berkeley? It was in, no, it was in San Francisco. It was in Bill Graham. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's small. I mean, he was not that big. Maybe he was big in the Bay Area. I don't know. I don't know. That's cool. Yeah. Number three, Half Alive. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. So Interpretive dancing. Oh, they were dancing. <laughs> At the rock concert. Yeah, it was weird. It was strange. Which we did just complain about Ariana Grande fans not dancing enough, and now we're saying that they're dancing no, too much. The fans should dance. That's how you know the the vibes are immaculate. The band shouldn't dance <laughs> at the rock concert. Like, yeah, they had like a a sheet a dance that they team. were holding. They up had a dance then, team, right? Yeah, there was there was three of them that did choreographed dancing. And then they had like a sheet that the that two of the boys would hold up flat, and then the other guy would be behind it making shadow puppets. 
there was a lot of people there who were actual fans of them too. It Arrested Youth was a lot better than Half Alive, right? Because I that think that's show, the only reason they won you over is because Half Alive Half Alive was, so was garbage. Bad. <laughs> number one, or excuse me, number two, Boy with Uke, second Awful. worst opener, terrible. Don't need to talk we don't too need, much because we, we already said something. We don't need to hit on that again. Number one, Social House, so boring. At one point, so they were the openers for Ariana Grande. At one point, mm-hmm. they literally said, "Okay, this is the half. This is the right side of the audience, and this is the left side. Right side of the audience. I want you to say f the left side. Do you remember that? No, I don't. That really stuck out to me. Hmm. I was like, why would I say f the other side? <laughs> <laughs> what have they done to me? <laughs> I don't even. I'm not even mad." <laughs> I'm here trying to have well, a, I was here trying to have a good time and they're here trying to try to fight. Start fights. They're probably thinking like, oh, this is a good way, let's start some drama and people get you know, it's an opener. You gotta get people opened up for the main event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is a way to get the crowd going. Yes. It was weird. It was also they're saying that to a bunch of girls wearing high ponytails taking Instagram pictures with their moms. With high ponytails, extremely high heels. Yeah, and then, like their their sweatshirt covers their entire like yeah high like it's a dress. So they were probably the worst performance I've ever seen in my life. Like realistically, it was boring. It was bad. It was just yeah. bad. There's also just two guys on this massive stage who didn't try very hard. Yeah, it was just lame. Any shows for you that stood out? As being bad. Bad. As being bad. Um, I feel like if they're bad, I just forget them. Nothing that I can think of. You just block it out? Yeah. I did see Drake Bell open for Ali and AJ. Oh, please tell me about that. I mean, it was... How many times have you seen Ali and AJ? One time. Two times. Two times. Two times. <laughs> Two times because I saw it with you once. <laughs> Okay, so I saw them at the Concord Pavilion when I was a kid. What? Yeah, and Drake Bell opened for them. And that was cool as a kid to sit on the grass outside and watch Drake Bell and Ali and AJ, and their vibes were good. It was all good. There's there's a 12,000 people stadium for the the three of them. Well, they were like, you got Nickelodeon and Disney and adults because both of their music at that time was, you know fine <laughs> it's, it's fine um yeah and then we saw ali and aj again at the house of blues house of blues house of blues yeah that was a good one um, it was okay in las vegas we saw the venue was fine their show was good we had a really good time we had just come back from a road trip and in that th- same was, was night like of driving from la back to las vegas yeah. went to that show so we were I remember just feeling really tired and dehydrated and just having a great time. Just they Their are... opener. Um, what was their name? Um, Armors. Welcome to the podcast but... where we just try to figure out what happened in the past. <laughs> we have no idea what something, happened. Something Armors. I think um, it was just Armors. Yeah, but you know what? What a lame name. You know what? I looked it up. Um, it was two guys, right? the drummer and after the show i went up to this drummer of this opener and i said you are my third favorite drummer in the world someone, um someone, I, someone had been like <laughs> just in the moment just really feeling themselves just was, you're the best drummer in the world <laughs> third no i told him he was a third my third favorite drummer in the world the other one was josh dunn. josh dunn and i don't even remember who number two was i don't know um at the time i knew because i was like he's number three but um, the drummer is no longer a part of the band, and they no longer go the, by armors. It's just the one guy. It seemed like it was just one guy, and he got someone to play the drums for him. No, because when they used to post, it was both of them, and it was under the name Armors. Um, but I still listen to their stuff. Sometimes I like. It's them. sad when bands like break up. Like I'm, I don't, I don't know much about Armors, but it's sad that they're not a thing anymore. Because that was from like two years ago. That was more than two years ago. Two years. 2020. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a long time ago. It's 2022, y'all. 
and we're living in the the bellies of the pandemies. We're not. Number one. Oh, you mean oh. the concert was then? I think it was in 2019. Yeah, three it years ago. Before. Wow, yeah, that's it was crazy. A long time ago. So that moves us to our last segment, our two last segments. Mm-hmm. And we talked about live music, mm. music that you would like to see, just live performances. Now this brings us to performance or things that you would not want to see at all. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, let me think of a better way to phrase this. AWOL Nation was my favorite live music experience. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. AWOL Nation was your favorite live music yeah, experience. Yeah, because do you remember? Okay, it was the show that of they opened for 21 Pilots when we were on the barricade. The first time. The first time. After waiting 12 hours, we got to the barricade. And these guys looked like they were on drugs. Yeah, they really did look like they, they looked were. like some 70s band who was on drugs, jumping around and... I remember you and I looking at each other and without even saying words, we were like, these guys are on the drugs. I really did think that. And then, and then he spoke, Aaron spoke, and I remember leaning over to you and being like, they're, I don't think they're on drugs. I think they're just, they're feeling the music. They're, they're having a good time. And it was so good. He cried. He cried about the wildfires because his house was in one of the L.A. wildfires and the show was in L.A. For context. And the song was about it. It was so good. For context. Imagine someone did meth. Just imagine it, right? I don't think that's what they would have looked like. Imagine someone is on crack. No, these guys looked like they were on like acid or something. Imagine someone just did acid. Just imagine it, right? They're tripping out. They're like, oh my gosh. Now they're trying to play a rock concert. That's what I saw. Yeah. But it was a good show. But they it turns out they weren't on drugs at all. No, they weren't. They were just really into it. The I know the bassist was one of my favorites. He had long curly hair and he was just really going for it. And you like the keyboard guy because he had his whole little corner. Oh in the yeah. Back. That man in the back, he had glasses. He was looking super smart. And he was like, I know how to control all the parts to this song. I know everything. Yeah, he had the keyboard, but then he also had like he controlled everything. He had like a whole little corner of technology for all the stuff then aaron's out there being himself feeling his feelings singing his songs it was really good it was a good show and we get to see them again and i'll tell you all about it and i'm not talking to you i'll tell the recorders about it the faithful recorders that brings us to our second to last segment before jamming with jen we talked a lot about things that we like to see live. Now let's talk about things that we would like to see live or not at all. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Nope. <laughs> so in this segment, I'm going to be saying things. I'm going to be giving you a list of things. Mm-hmm. Now you will tell me whether you would want to see that as a live performance mm-hmm. or not see it at all. Like not even... Like, okay, like, I don't want to see this. I either up. have to see it live or I can't see it ever at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't YouTube a video of it. Right, I just, correct. It's just yes. spookier. It's it's one, it's one or the other. Okay. Now, as I was working through creating this segment at 3 o'clock p.m. today, and it's 9.56 p.m. right now, I wasn't sure how this would go. But I said, let's roll with it. Okay, so are you ready? Mm-hmm. Number five. Would you like to see a live create a live session of this or not at all? An artist creating a wax doll of Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know, part of me wants to be like, yeah, why not? That sounds like super specific. One time experience, this guy or girl who's doing this, this person who's carving the wax knows <laughs> knows some skills that most of the population doesn't. So let's do the observation. And part of me is like, why I don't want to see. Madonna. Why would I ever want to see like, this? Like, I don't want to. I don't like. I don't like the wax figures. They're scary. Really, I yeah. like them. No, I have dreams of like. Oh. 
like things from theme about. parks or like like wax figures or like the people from Pirates of the Caribbean coming alive and swimming through the water and coming to get me at night. They grab my feet. So, yeah. <laughs> so you want to see this or not? Uh, Probably not. Mm, you're going to skip this one? Yeah, I'll skip it. I don't want to see it at all. Number four. Live or not at all? An alligator. Live. I Okay. Very wow. much so. <laughs> I'm very passionate about alligators should be eradicated from society. That would do so much harm to the ecosystem. What, what, what harm? What harm? The swamps, what are they what do they contribute? Oh. Right. You're going to offend so many people who live out in the swamps who are listening to us on a regular basis. Who who <laughs> is but what do they do? Uh in Tiana they play instruments. That's pretty beneficial to society. I mean, yeah. People eat their meat. I've heard fried alligator <laughs> is a a delicacy in like New Orleans and stuff. We have to have them otherwise. I don't think we need them. I think that we should like as a as the American government, like the United States of America. You know they exist outside of America, so you can eradicate them here but everywhere society, else. Society, in American society, in the United States of America, mm. we should begin a campaign. This is a good use of our time and funds. Destroy <laughs> destroying alligators <laughs> what do they can they they kill children yeah because people have because decided children to live in their space perhaps that's like if, so you would really okay, want to see an alligator that's in real like life? if massive okay hear me out oh, this I, is like okay. if massive alligators from space came down mm -hmm. and they were like i want to live in the barrier in California. So I'm going to build my houses here and we should eradicate all these people who live here. And it's like, what the heck? You like, this is giant alligator. This isn't even your planet. Why do we, I was just living here with we, my family. We assume that animals were there first. Maybe I was there Because first. these alligators are freaking dinosaurs. They yeah. were there a long time ago. And now all of a sudden people are like, I want to live by the swamps. <laughs> <laughs> and who, why do you want to live by the swamps? Why don't we eradicate swamp people? It's getting dark. All right, number three. Why <laughs> should you like a better make your case? Make your case. <laughs> they contribute nothing to society. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> the okay. manatees live out there in the swamps. They're good. They coexist with the alligators. So you and you know really... what hurts the manatees? The swamp people with their boats, the propellers, they cut into their skin and then it never heals very well. And then they swim around with these scars. So you would and so really it's the swamp people we have to get rid of. So like in all seriousness, you would be like, yes. If someone presented you, can you go to your door? They said, ding dong. Hey, my <laughs> <laughs> ding dong, hello. Hi, my name is Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to show you this alligator. Live and in the studio. Would you like to see it? You would say yes. People go to zoos and go look at alligators. People, when they go to Florida, are like, I want to see an alligator. I don't want to see them. I never want to hear about them ever again. <laughs> I'm so this serious like about a this. problem. My dad tells me about They're these alligators. Oh. I hear our neighbors outside in their backyard. They're My probably dad. like, why is this man yelling in his backyard? About alligators. <laughs> about alligators. My dad tells me about the alligators. Your mom talks about the alligators. <laughs> when is it going to stop? <laughs> you know what it is? Is people their age, their colleagues and themselves they're and stuff are going to Florida because they're that age. And so they're experiencing these coming from West Coast to having friends, colleagues and themselves go experience Florida because that's a retired people that age go. That's why we're hearing about alligators. It's a time in life. It's a cycle of life. It's not the alligator's fault. Again, it's the people. They're getting old and they're going and becoming swamp people. Don't become a swamp person. Don't be a swamp person. Kill them all. Okay, number three. Mm -hmm. Would you rather, would you want to see this or not at all? Live. A collection of unique plants from your neighbor. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> not at all. Why? I'm tired. Okay. <sighs> plants. Here we go. 
I appreciate plants, especially moving from the desert to California. Part of sitting out in our backyard that is so beautiful and is like, wow, I can't believe we live here, is our beautiful trees and flowers and grass. And Mm -hmm. it's amazing. Then you have houseplants, which is what it sounds like you're talking about, right? It's just a unique collection of plants. So you probably got your neighbor. Are they growing things in their backyard for profit? Or is it unique houseplants that they're like, these are my little babies? In, in or is this, it just like, hey, look at this really cool tree in my backyard. I've never seen one like it. In this scenario, your neighbor is a little weird. Mm. And they're like, hey, come check out my... And no, they, I don't they... want to see it at all. Wait, wait, weird wait, wait. neighbors? No, 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 no I don't no, care no. what they're going to show me. The answer is no, don't they're, talk they're to like, me. Uh, they're Goodbye. Like, they're like... <laughs> they're like... Hey. Ding dong. <laughs> my, my name is, is your neighbor. My name is... <laughs> My name is Neighbor. <laughs> my name is Neighbor. <laughs> Come look at my plant. That sounds like no. <laughs> All right, nope. And what? And then you say, "Oh, no, thanks." Right? Typical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and they respond with, with they, they respond. They put their foot in the door and they say, hey, "Hang on, hang on, <laughs> don't go." At this point, I don't sound close the, the alarms door. and call cops no, no, they say don't don't close the door here's my id they hand it to you <laughs> it's funny because your like upper lip is sweating so much from across the room i can see it glistening. <laughs> and you're like hello ding dong i am neighbor look at plant <laughs> okay we'll skip this scenario <laughs> and the vein on your it's forehead not is working it's out. not working uh, all right number two gum wall in seattle the wall of gum Oh, no thanks. I'll pass. Same. That's gross. I've seen one in um near Cal Poly. There's one in their little downtown thing. It's nasty. It's just a bunch of people's spit all up on a wall and it's sticky and nasty and it's not even pretty. It's just gross. Okay, so in this scenario. I complain a lot, huh? Yeah. In this <laughs> in this scenario, we're in Seattle. You Great. and you and me. We're downtown. Mm-hmm. We stop for a scone. Because I say... This is an unlikely scenario. I oh. say, let's get a scone. It sounds like something you would say. It would come out of nowhere. be random. Never predict me. Mm-hmm. Let's get a scone. I order vanilla. Vanilla bean? No, vanilla. You, <laughs> or- <laughs> you order... Mint chip. Mint chip scone? <laughs> what kind of... Now I've become a swamp person making these kinds of decisions. <laughs> you order mint chip. We scarf them down. And I say, mm, baby, that was delicious. <laughs> How was yours? You say, not so good. <laughs> <laughs> the man handing us her scones says, that'll be five seventy five For two scones in Seattle? Did I say five seventy five? Yes. <laughs> I meant ten ninety five. That's Yeah, that's a little yeah. more. He says, I'll be 1095. And I say, I couldn't afford these scones anyways. <laughs> Would you like but to we, take my but, plant instead? <laughs> Will you take plant as form of payment? But we already, Neighbor said is great. <laughs> but we already ate them. So he says, okay, listen up. Kids, you either see the gum wall with me or we're going into debt. <laughs> So now I'm just for the rest of my you life. You either have to decide. To owe this guy ten dollars. If yes. I pay off my debt, my off. Like, can if, I if get you, home and Venmo him and just be done with it all? No, you have no money because I spend it all on the scones. Oh, like our bank account says zero. Not like I don't have cash on me. It's just you, I have, you have no money ab- in my life. You have absolutely no money, but we decided to vacation in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And, and buy scones on a whim. These I, are yes. great life decisions. And then he said, "Live session of the." He's. <laughs> He said live session of the gum wall right now. Otherwise, what was the consequence? Be in debt. Be in debt. What are your decisions? Oh, sorry. I think I breathed in some pollen. It's <clears throat> California. Um, I guess I would see the gum wall just be done with it. Mm-hmm. Last, last thing. <laughs> The Hollywood sign, pass or smash. I mean, <laughs> live session or not at all. I say not at all. Who cares? Have you ever seen it? Yeah. yeah not whatever. up close, but from afar. I've gone to the Griffith 
what's it called? Observatory. Is it anything significant? It's just a sign. It says Hollywood. Yeah. I figured. And that brings us to our last session. Our most, most important session of the day. Segment is what they're called. Most important segment of the day. Jamming with Jen. And I'm going to sing the Jamming with Jim theme song as Jen thinks of some something. Ooga booga booga booga. Ooga booga 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 boo. Ooga booga 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 is Jamming with Jen. Oh, that was it? Hey, beggars can't be choosers, bro. All right. I really have to pee. Same. We got to wrap this up. Um... Uh, have you ever yeah. wanted to uh-huh. get wrapped up? <laughs> wrapped up in what? Have you ever wanted? Yes, actually, I have. I know. You become a burrito in your blankets. You say, make me a burrito, Jen, and then you lay in your blanket and I roll you into it. So That's what all my students need to hear. Yep. <laughs> and then you sit there and you, I'm a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever wanted to... Um, um, buy in bulk. Have you ever wanted yeah. to not think? Yeah, right? every day. All right, here's my thing go to Costco and buy some tortilla. Why does that have to do with you not thinking? Because you don't have to think about what you eat lunch every day. You just grab a tortilla. Here's my advice grab a tortilla. Okay, go to Costco. Yes, or I'm not talking like you just want to buy them in bulk. No, no, listen to me. I'm, I'm talking about like buy go to a market or Costco, okay. not Target, not something where they're gonna be like five dollars for four tortillas and they're like Ooh, fluffy, yes. nasty tortillas. Shopping needs. I'm saying, go get some good tortillas. Buy them in bulk. Mm-hmm. Like lots of tortillas. Okay. <laughs> Corn or flour? Flour. Obviously. Right. So. Then at lunchtime, you don't want to think, right? You grab out a tortilla, you put it on a plate, and you're like, what am I having for lunch? I'm having a wrap. And you find anything in your in your fridge that makes sense. You throw it together. You do a nice wrappity wrap. It's tight. It's wrapped up. You take a bite. It always tastes fine or good, depending on how you made it. That day, you never know what to expect. It's a surprise, but it's also consistency. And it's affordable because at Costco... You can get what's our package? Thirty. Thirty tortillas for three dollars, and they're good tortillas. They were not three dollars. They were three fifty nine. So this is what you need to do: get a wrap. (laughs) I'll tell you exactly. This is Tiny Tim speaking. (laughs) Really? They thought it was me. The voice was (laughs) not obvious. Get get that get that that little tortilla. Douse it with ketchup. This is not it. Craft singles. Oh no. Cold hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say tuna fish. Oh, <laughs> little salt, little pepper, bada bing, bada boom. You got yourself your a quesadilla. Thanks for sticking around, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this has been for the record review. Come check me out again next time, please. <laughs> Bye.